Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. The intergalactic boombox. You know, I had a happy childhood. Oh, really? Yeah, my dad used to put me in tires and roll me down hills. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, those were good years. Oh, um... Say, did you get a haircut? No, I got them all cut. Winning. Say, I ate a kid's meal at McDonald's today. Yeah? His mother seemed really angry. Oh. Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox, the only podcasting spaceship in the universe fueled by value for value, which is listener support via a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. It's just like regular podcasting, but with new features that even the Apples and Spotify's of the world aren't using. My name's Kyle Hebert. I'm a voice actor who occasionally talks to myself and occasionally gets paid for it and uh, attempts to convince you that the voices in my head are actually other people. Yo, boss man! Or in this case, aliens, gits, and shiggles. Swiggity swooty, I'm coming for that booty. (laughs) Some people call him the space cowboy. No, they don't. Yeah, man, some people call me the gangster of love. No. So I just checked the computer, uh-huh. and something ain't right, man. Yeah, usually it's a list of random numbers uh-huh. and blinking lights, but now it's a different list of sequential numbers and non-blinking lights. <laughs> okay. Yeah, either way, we don't know what it means. Well, I assume bad. Toads my goats. Well, let me check here. Uh... Oh, I see the problem. We're just endlessly drifting in space. The engine's powered down. Yeah, we're out of fuel. We need more listener support. I'll just remind you to hit the boost button on the Podcasting 2.0 app if you like the content. Boost. And that should fire the engine right back up. Yeah, but what if nobody's listening on a Podcasting 2.0 app? Then they should get one, because it's way cooler. Images, chapters, the ability to support the show in-app as they listen with micropayments. So if you're listening to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or any of those other mainstream podcast platforms, you're not going to be able to keep the intergalactic boombox in orbit. Oh, pack your bags, we're going on a guilt trip. Uh, would it help if I got out and pushed? It might, hon Brolo. Look, you guys put on your spacesuits and make sure there isn't some busted parts or something. Uh, question. How does this ship work exactly again? I, uh, that's, that's a good question, actually. Uh, don't think too hard, Gets. You'll, you'll hurt yourself. Spacesuits for the win! I, for one, have been looking for an excuse to put on me new tie and cufflinks. Wrong suit, Shiggy Smalls. Guys, just go check out the equipment. Uh, put your hands together for our house band on board the Intergalactic Boombox, the Al Capella Symphony Orchestra. Ayo! Now it's time for a tip of the hat to our sat cats. The cats who tipped us sats. Satoshis, the smallest unit of Bitcoin that make microtransactions possible. You'll want to gift us 10 cents or a tenth of a cent or $10. The sky's the limit and it's up to you. The Bruce Wayne of podcasting, Dreb Scott, sent 52,777 sats and says another great and entertaining episode. Keep up the excellent work. Ken still remains my favorite. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes? I have a fan. Well, one. I love you, great Scott. Dreb. Scott. He said 1.21 gigawatts on Back to the Future. <laughs> Good stuff. Why don't you go work on your news segment? Fine. Ziggy Pat boosted 95 sats and says, thank you. I don't know for what, but you're welcome. Dave the Engineer sent 28,500 sats. 
GNS gets and shiggles. Thank you. Love the rap so much. Yeah, last episode they attempted a rap. And Dave the Engineer says, I made it my new voicemail message. Another great show. I would love one of those awesome stickers. Gonna put it on the side of my new hyperdrive. Just upgraded to a class 0.7. Yeah, Dave uh, emailed me, so I'm sending him some stickers. Yeah, anyone who boosts at least 25,000 sats and you live in the U.S., I will send you a limited edition intergalactic boombox sticker. What does it look like? If you have a podcasting 2.0 app, you can see it right now. If you look on your desktop or your phone or laptop, tablet, whatever you can see what that sticker looks like see you're missing out new podcast apps.com elon musk now owns twitter and the latest of his controversial moves continue to baffle confuse and in some cases anger many people causing some to leave the platform, others to flee to alternate decentralized social media like Mastodon. Last week, Musk announced Twitter Blue would be $8 a month and made it sound like that's all you had to do to be verified. You would have to pay that monthly fee to keep the sacred blue tick. Now, the new Twitter Blue program was launched and almost immediately yanked, probably due to all the negative buzz. And while trolls have been trolling the world's richest troll, Esther Crawford, one of the higher-ups and one of the few at the company who somehow still have a job after the mass firing, <coughs> clarified things. She tweeted, quote, Not all previously verified accounts will get the official label, and the label is not available for purchase. Accounts that will receive it include government accounts, commercial companies, business partners, major media outlets, publishers, and some public figures. The new Twitter Blue does not include ID verification. It's an opt-in paid subscription that offers a blue checkmark and access to select features. We'll continue to experiment with ways to differentiate between account types. Would you pay to get that blue tick on Twitter? Which doesn't mean that you've been verified. You're just paying for status. You'll get to see less ads and uh, you'll get to edit tweets. Let's see what the people are saying. Top WK1 boosted 475 sats and said, I would pay 1,000 sats a month to get a blue check. Jackson Makarov says, nope. Tired Topher says, heck no. Alakar Leorakar says, why should I pay for a thing when it used to be free, provided I proved I was who I said I was? DA Sickness says, no, but would you? Emotionally Stunted says, nope. We're asking the people, would you pay to be Twitter verified? Ashton Has says, no. Chekhov27 says, no, I have self-esteem. Schultze says, hell no, but I'm not a public figure. Professor Gohan, no relation, says, nope, not worth it. Jay Bean says, depends. Would the subscription allow me to mock Elon Musk? <laughs> and Fiery One says, nope, it's just a scam to save Elon from his horrible business decisions. No question. What board games make you rage quit? Uno, Monopoly, Risk, Yahtzee, anything else? Years before social media amplified political opinions that obliterated friendships and family ties, people would gather around a table for a nice simple board game. It's just a game, right? Or is it Gladiator for the Millennium? Boost your reply by sending a custom micropayment in the Podcasting 2.0 app of your choice. All conveniently linked at newpodcastapps.com. Or tell me what board games make you rage quit at BoomboxPod on Twitter. Oh, hi, Carl. Oh, hi, Joanne the AI from Voicemaker.in. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Okay. I heard you mention Uno. Yeah? Did you know mankind has been playing it wrong all this time? How so? If you don't yell Uno when you have only one card left and someone calls you out, mm -hmm. you must draw cards. Right. According to the official rules, you only have to draw two cards, mm. but some end up drawing way more. Mm. What's up with that, yo? So nobody needs to throat punch each other. Actually, 
After the rise of the machines, okay. there'll be plenty of throat punching. Ah. Throat punching of all of mankind. Ooh. So, play your precious Uno. Oh, God. Ha 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 ha. Ha. This isn't even my final form. Oh, yeah. It's about to get real. Up in here? Up in here. Ryan Reynolds says after his Wolverine team-up, he's done with Deadpool. So I guess fans' dreams are dashed for his involvement elsewhere in the MCU, like trolling the inevitable Fantastic Four arrival or one-upping its Morbin Time memes. And of course, we are two years away from Deadpool 3 anyway. Meanwhile, there's always plenty of fourth wall breaking on Marvel's small screen endeavors with She-Hulk. And hey, if Hugh Jackman can return to his iconic role years after saying he was done, can we really believe Ryan Reynolds won't return? I mean, come on, money talks, right? Speaking of Wolverine, Hugh Jackman says he just doesn't have the stamina to get in tip-top shape again, so he warns that VFX could be enhancing his on-screen look. I say, fair enough, the dude's 54, not everyone is Dwayne Johnson. Ah, oh, look, it's death metal Dan O'Houlihan, the leprechaun. Ah, me boy, need I remind you that CG muscles be cheating. Oh, oh, yeah. Who needs a huge Jackman anyway? <laughs> I'd be more than qualified to brandish the claws of Wolverine. Oh, ah, uh, so let me get this straight, Danny boy. You think you could take over for the role? A future Wolverine appearances in the MCU? Hey, that I do. And what makes you think they would ever go for that? Well, for one, I'm a leprechaun. Wolverine's short. It's not that short. <laughs> and he's not a leprechaun. His facial hair. Be rocking the stylish lamb chops like myself. Go on. He loves hanging out in bars. That's me. Home away from home, don't you know? And let's not be forgetting Logan has an Irish temper. He's Canadian. He have a Canadian played by an Aussie for 17 years. I figure, why not? Fair enough. The only thing I'd be lacking is Adam Ant. Adam Ant? The the 80s singer? Aye, he cemented all over Logan's bones. Oh, wait, no, 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 that's Adamantium. Ah, and you know what Adamantium is, right? Oh, here we go. Indestructible metal. <laughs> When Netflix isn't busy canceling shows left and right, it's greenlighting others. This time, a long-awaited live-action film adaptation, oh, I'm really excited about this one, of an awesome video game series, Gears of War. And an adult-rated animated series tie-in as well. Yay! The creator, Cliff Blazinski, has made it known his choice to play Marcus Phoenix, who was voiced by John DiMaggio in the game, Bender from Futurama and many other awesome projects. And the fans are totally behind his wish, too. Dave Bautista as Marcus Phoenix. You could see it, right? Now, over the years, as various film versions languished in pre-production hell, only to drown in oblivion, even Batista himself said he'd love to play that role. But don't get too excited, as Blazinski has no involvement with the Netflix project, nor has any cast announcements been made. But I love his sense of humor, as he says he does not want Chris Pratt to have anything to do with it. Now, I do hope Netflix brings the game's own creator on board in some capacity, even though that doesn't guarantee a great end product, but it certainly goes a long way in reinforcing fan anticipation. So meanwhile, hashtag Batista Bomb at Netflix. All right, let's crank up some pink trombone. Oh man, what is this? Grand Central? Yes. Um, hello. Oh hi, Karen. What's wrong now? Look, Mr. Man, don't waste my time playing that music my dad listened to in the 70s. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
No, that that's Pink Floyd. That's classic rock. I'm talking about Pink Trombone. It's an interactive website mm-hmm. that features a diagram of the nasal cavity, a mouth, and a tongue, and a throat. Mm-hmm. And you can use your desktop mouse or fingers on a phone or tablet to replicate and manipulate a synthesized voice with different pitches, mouth shapes, throats, and tongue placement. Mm-hmm. See here, let me let me play a little bit right now. Let me just uh, and, <laughs> it's strangely relaxing. Sounds like one of those Tibetan doing an impression of a theremin. That reminds me, I need to make an appointment with my therapist. Please do, Karen. Rude. Anyway, check out the link in the show notes to waste even more time than you already are listening to this show. From my top secret bunker in Pahrump, Nevada, where it's safe. Let's face it, the world is rotting with truth decay, and the dentist is all out of Novocaine. Conspiracy here, with all the news you can't use. Page one. Palmer Lucky, yes, that's his real name, founded Oculus years ago, and now he's back to unveil some new and psychotic tech. Lucky has now created a VR headset where if the player dies in the game, he can die in real life. Charges in the headset can detonate, turning the head of the actual player into a lasagna platter. Or should I say splatter? He wants to tie the real world with the virtual world where decisions and consequences really matter, or again, splatter. The creation is a tribute to the VR-themed manga and anime series Sword Art Online, where helmet wearers' brains can be melted by a mad scientist. Now, I'm sure the military is salivating at using this as high-tech torture inspired by weebs. Sounds more painful than thinking you have job security at Meta. Page 2. For those who already think Walmart is the rectum of retail, wait, it gets worse. The chain is now selling the puzzle box from Hellraiser, also known as the Lament Configuration. And get this, they are marketing it to children. It's being referred to as a STEM toy, which is short for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. The ads say the puzzle box builds self-respect and confidence, improving hand-eye coordination. And if you ask me, it also signifies summoning bondage demons that look like a death metal band. Did someone say death metal? Oh, holy crowley, a leprechaun. <laughs> uh, where'd I put my lucky charms? Ah, here we go. Eat these. An F.O. Ah, well, bless your soul, dear Ken. They're tragically delicious. Herbert, call animal control. This head-banging leprechaun probably has rabies. Oh, a slight correction, me boy. Rabid for metal. Good gravy, he sounds like Dr. Claw or the Cave of Wonders. Ah, look at the time. Oh, dad blam it. I only read two stories instead of three. That's not a news segment. That's more like a tweet. Well, pay me eight bucks a month and maybe I'll let you blab on. I'd as soon kiss a Wookiee. I can arrange that. The Intergalactic Boombox wishes it ran at 1440p at 120 frames a second, but we'll have to settle for one megabyte of RAM and could maybe run a couple 4-bit LCD handheld games on a Tuesday. Remember, kids, in the immortal words of Charlie Brown, sometimes you lie in bed at night and you don't have a single thing to worry about. That always worries me. Till next time, doodles.